Hello, hello, and welcome to In My Shoes. It is a podcast for women of color where we talk about the issues we face every day. And I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, back at you with another exciting episode. So y'all know I troll uh, ABC and NBC out like Good Morning America, and I watched the uh, third hour of today. And that is where I saw my guest today. She was on the third hour of today with this really cool idea. So I'm going to have her introduce herself and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about what I saw and what was so intriguing to me. So we have Kyra Peralt. How are you doing? Hi, thank you for having me here. Uh, my name is Kyra Peralt and I am creator of The Traveling Diary, which is a notebook that is traveling from woman to woman across the globe, collecting stories, memories, and anything they wish to share with other women. Thank you. And that kind of sums up why this was so interesting to me. So words, I love words. Love mm-hmm. them. Yes. Um, I majored in journalism and I say this a lot on the podcast. I went to an HBCU, I went to FAMU and they tell me that you can still do this in college, but you could, you know, I was a journalism major, but you had your specialty and mine was print. Like <laughs> it, it was that deep in my world. So, so I love, I love words. I love writing. Uh, and the fact that you um, have this journal or diary that's, that's like crossing the globe was just so amazing and fascinating to me. So talk a little bit uh, to us about where you came up with this idea. I read a little bit of your story and it talked about you were writing your feelings about what was going on with the pandemic. Is that correct? Yes, yes. yes. So last spring, I was in the process of just getting acclimated to life at home. Um, I was a tech founder working in the real estate tech space, building an app for the real estate tech um, space that I was rolling out a soft MVP last summer. And coming home and taking that last train ride home, uh, during the middle of everything that was going on, I was having to rearrange my life. I have two kids. Um, they were at the time five and two, two boys. And my husband, all of us just trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to survive <laughs> under the same roof? Because I had a feeling that it was going to last longer than what we were, you know, um, at the time, um, you know, anticipating. So. During that time, I started to wonder um, what other women were experiencing um, in a way that um, led me to think about people that were in places that I couldn't get to, places that I hadn't heard of before. I started to think about what were women doing in places that did not have the internet? How were they coping? What was their life like? Um, Strangers, I wanted to know about. I wanted to know it like a fly on the wall. And the only way I could think about getting to this information um, was writing it and sending it in the mail. <laughs> um, I thought of, you know, of course, the thought came to me, oh, you know, like, you know, what if you um, just reached out to people and just asked to interview them? And I said, no, I don't want to do that because um, I really wanted a version of their story that was uncurated um, and that felt very human and, and very authentic. And, um, and so I took a chance of writing my story in a black and white composition book, then finding a stranger. And that's how it all got started. So when you decided, because I mean, in an age where we do so much by 
you know, it's it's tech, right? We email, we whatever. What? Why did you think, I guess for you, was it just more tactile to write it down yeah. and then send it for somebody to, to read and then, and yeah. add to? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a tactile experience. I, I thought about how, like, cause I also collect vinyl records. <laughs> so I thought about how I, I wanted the experience to be so, um, to feel so real. Um, it, it's like, I wanted to be able to read what it is that they had to say. Um, not on a computer screen um, or an iPhone. I wanted to be able to read their handwriting and just sit with whatever they had to write. Um, And I wanted to use tools that allowed us to express ourselves in ways that we aren't challenged to as much these days. Because when you pick up a pen to write your thoughts, in a blank card to someone, like if you're just going to write, you know, write someone a card or thank, you know, you got to think about it for a minute. And the way it comes out in an email and the way it comes out on paper, is totally different. And I, and I really wanted to be able to tap into that difference and experience it uh, for myself and also provide that to someone else. And you know it's so true. I've I've often said that I um part of what we we do it in my shoes. Obviously, not everybody's comfortable on in being on a podcast. Is we encourage women to journal. Um, we have journals that they can um, work with us with, or if they have one of their own, it doesn't matter. But I always encourage them to even if they eventually move to doing it electronically. There's just something about picking up a pen, a pencil, whatever, and writing it down. It forces you to really think about it. You know, it's so easy to start typing on a computer. It's so easy to just delete and backspace, yes. you know, yes. as opposed to when you pick up that pen, you got to really think about what you're going to write because trying to erase it and go back and do all of that. And so it just really forces you to kind of organize or sometimes what I find, and you can tell me if you found this to be true too. Sometimes you write it just how you're really feeling it. Right. Um, It just comes out how you're feeling it because, you know, you're not worried about, oh, I just go back and delete. No, you're just writing it however it is pouring out of you. Um, So I can just imagine, you know, sometimes you can feel the hurt, the pain, the whatever in the way the handwriting is in a way that you just can't experience. I would imagine if they just typed words on a screen. Oh, yes. Um, How did you decide on your first person, your first stranger? How did that process work for you to send what you had written down to send to them? Yeah. So, um, you know, because we were um, in a situation where, you know, we couldn't, uh, you know, get close to people and stuff like that. And and I needed to be able to find a stranger. I was connected, luckily, um, and different networks that I was a part of that went from being online community, I'm sorry, meant, went from being in-person communities to being digital communities. Um, and in those, within those spaces, I had the opportunity to meet other people that I wouldn't have normally had the chance to talk to. And so there was an event that I attended um, and I didn't know any of the women there. And it was for entrepreneurs to discuss some of the challenges that they were currently facing or that they projected that they would need help with in the coming months, given the changes that were happening in their industry. And I got on that call 
And because this, this, you know, when this idea came to me, it wouldn't leave me. It wouldn't leave me alone. Like I thought about this thing all day for a very long time. And when I got on that call, it came to me. It's like, wow, these are a bunch of strangers. Maybe I could find a stranger here um, to tell about what I want to do. And um, because at that time, the reality of the situation that I was in, to me, it was just, I don't know, it was so clear. Like it was just like, it wasn't something where, uh, you know, like if you were at home and, you know, maybe your kitchen burned down and you could just like leave and get on the train and forget about it and go take care of your business and deal with it when you came back home. Right. It was like you had to face and deal with everything that was going on. Um, and, and I, and I just did not have the, the energy to show up to spaces, um, pretending as though some of the realities I was facing weren't there. I, I just, I don't know. Like I just did not have the capacity to show up that way. And so at that time I chose not to. And so, um, when I got on that call and there was a bunch of strangers, um, the thought came to me, Oh, here's some strangers. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, you know, and when they went around and everybody had to introduce themselves, talk about their business, talk about their challenges. I said, I'm going to talk about this. I am going to see if there's a stranger on this call that would be willing to write in this book. And when it got to me, and of course, you know, in the, and you know, in that space, you know, everyone's talking about their business and um, their revenue and some of their challenges and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, And so when it gets to me, I just introduce myself and just, and I just tell them look, <laughs> I, I wrote my thoughts in this, in this book and I'm looking for a stranger that I can mail it to so that they can write theirs and send it back to me. And it got quiet on the call. It was like, Oh God, <laughs> like, is she crazy? <laughs> like, you know, like what is, what is she doing? Um, and, and I didn't even care. I, I, I did not even care. Like I felt like that's the, the best, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it was the best. I felt like I had zero to lose. I knew none of them. I knew that the realities of the things that I was dealing with were real. And I also knew that I was not in the mood to pretend that they weren't. And so I had zero. I felt like I had zero to lose. And so I took that chance and a woman DM'd me and said she'd like to she'd like to do it. And so, you know, then the next woman, you know, started talking about her business and stuff like that and the call went on. And so after the call, I reached out to that woman and set up time with her. And when I met with her, I said, Listen, I said, um, thank you so much for volunteering to write, you know, about your life and your story in this book. And I said, um, I don't want us to talk for long. Because I want to get to know about you through the words you write on these pages. So I'm going to mail this to you um, and you'll have it for three days. And then after that, you know, you mail it to the next person and I'll give you an address. Because she had a friend that 
was interested. And so I talked to the friend. And so I was able to have at least two people lined up. And that was perfect because it was like two strangers now that are going to write their stories that I get to read and connect with through our handwritten stories. And, um, and after I had that call, I decided to write a Medium article about it to explain why I wanted to do this. And when I did that, folks started to reach out to me from that Medium article and the snail mail list started to grow. And I thought, wow. And at first I thought that if I had a handful of women that I'd be happy to, I was like, oh, this is great. I got five women, five strangers that I don't know. We're writing in this shared diary. We're connecting around these stories that we've written. This is amazing. And they kept writing and women kept signing up. And at one point I said, okay, well, maybe this is enough. When I got to like 12, I was like, maybe this is enough. And I was talking to my husband and he said, well, why stop? You know, because the feedback that I was getting from them was that it felt very cathartic to be able to have a space where they could come and express themselves and open up in this way that we aren't always invited to do. So, um, you know, through writing, through picking up a pen or picking up a pencil. And I loved, love, love seeing like the scratched out words and, <laughs> you know, and the mistakes you make when writing because, you know, we're used to everything being digital, like you said, and just being able to hit the delete button or make it sound right, you know, for, um, what we're saying digitally. Um, but some, there's just something else um, about, you know, just reading someone else's handwritten words and just seeing their thought process like on paper as they just let it flow out. Um, it's just been amazing. And the things that they've written in the diary, as well as the things that they've added to the diary, um, like doodles and art. And uh, one woman, she added a flower. Uh, um, not a flower, a feather that she um, found on her farm when she was writing. Um, and it was just so, it's just been, it's been one of the most beautiful ways um, of connecting with people all over the world. Um, and, and I'm, I'm just, I feel so grateful, so grateful, so grateful um, to be able to create connections and form sisters Um out of just this simple tool of a notebook that we're sharing. And how often are, are there, first of all, are there any rules to what they can, they, it's just that they have it for three days and then they pass it to the next person that you've given them on the list. They can write about whatever they like. Yeah, they have it for three days. They can write about whatever they like, whatever's going on in their life right now, how, you know, whatever it is that they're feeling that they want to share with other women in the world, um, they can take up as much space in the book as they want. Um, the largest entry that I've had so far has been 13 pages. Um, so they can take up as many pages as they want in the book. Um, and then they take pictures of them in case the diary gets lost and they mail it to the next participant. And how 
do, is it at the end of the book? First of all, is there more than what has there been more than one book? I would imagine so at this point. Oh, yeah. Many, oh, yeah. How many have you had so far? Oh, yeah. So we should definitely talk about that because, yeah. um, you know, I started off with one book um, last spring and I thought that would be enough. I thought that would, you know, that would be it. But as the list continued to grow, I had to start sending out more books so that folks wouldn't have to wait too long. Um, they do understand that when you sign up, there is a long wait. This experience is so inconvenient. <laughs> it is not, it's not fast. It doesn't save effort. It doesn't save time. Um, you get the book, you have to, you know, set aside time to, to, to write in it. Um, they've created rituals around um, reading the stories in the book and writing in the book and then take the book to the post office. You have to go out and buy a stamp, put it in the mail to the next person. So it is not uh, selling anything that's fast, effortless, and <laughs> um, that saves time or money. And, um, and so I had to start sending out more books because of the length of the wait list. And um, at, at this time, I now have 32 books in circulation and I keep sending books out every week, like three to five books out um, almost every week um, to accommodate the list. Um, women have waited. Um, the longest someone has waited is a year to get the book. Um, but generally they wait two to six months. And I try not to make it more than nine months, the same amount of time it takes to have a baby um, for them to get the book. And it's because it's traveling via snail mail. And no, we don't rush it. And no, and no, there's no rush options. <laughs> um, the adventure is signing up and waiting for the book to arrive, knowing that it is on its journey, collecting stories in Hong Kong, Germany, Ireland. Portugal, the Philippines, New Zealand, Alabama, Canada, North Carolina, Texas, Alaska, and all these different places before it gets to you. And so it's definitely a community that values patience um, and that values um, and finds that whole experience to be worthwhile. How many women would you say have participated in the Traveling Diary Tour to date? So I currently have um, 1,300 and something women um, on the wait list, uh, meaning that they're in the queue uh, to get the diaries sent to them and have the diaries visit them. Um, and so out of, you know, like out of that group, I have two books that have returned to me from the books that have been in circulation. Um, and I'm, and the books could fill up um, by a different amount of people, because like I said, when women get it, they can take up as much space in each book as they like. So um, one book may have uh, 20 writers in it because of the amount of space that they take up. And another book could have 30 or 40 uh, writers in it, depending on the length of their stories. The other books are still out there collecting. And I, you know, I track them down diligently um, 
when I get up in the morning, it's one of the first things I think about after I make cereal for my kids. I guess it's like your baby, right? So you've been yeah. <laughs> working on this. Yeah, I don't imagine I'd be checking on it also. And so do they know, is your information in each book to know, hey, when you get to the end of this book, you know, mail it back to me. Is that how they get back to you? Yeah. So um, if books fill up, you know, like we're communicating. Um, so if books fill up, all they have to do is just um, just send us an email and let us know. And then I'll get a book out to them and they can send that book back to me. Um, there's also a tab at the back of each book where women are asked to leave wishes for all the other women that are participating. And so that's a lot of fun to read when you get books back is all the well wishes that women have written there for everyone that is participating in the community. When you sit back and think, this started with an idea that I had that I was almost like I put it out there in the air and it sat and nobody said anything at first. And then from this one DM from a lady who had a friend and now you've got um, 1300 people waiting. That's, I guess that doesn't even include the people who've already participated. What do you think when you sit back and think of this community that started with you writing down your thoughts and wanting to share them with one stranger? It blows me away. Um, it blows me away. Like every day it blows me away. Like I, I, I'm not tired of reading stories and deciphering handwriting. Um, and um, it, it's just so, it's so interesting um, to see how women are finding connection through these stories when we don't have avatars or headshots or fancy wireframes or anything um, to introduce ourselves. We're introducing ourselves through our handwritten words. And the only way that they will get to see who's written what is if, um, you know, they have ways to, like, we have gatherings where they can come to what I call these virtual campfires, and they come and they get to uh, hear stories that someone wrote in a diary or just meet each other. Um, and one of the things that they always think about and, and inquire about is, um, how do I read the stories that are written after me? Because when you get the book, there's a certain amount of stories that are already in there, and then you add yours, um, but you don't get to necessarily see all the stories that are added to that book as it continues its journey. And so it's really interesting and it's a lot of fun to be able to share those stories with one another and have people come and read their entries to each other. It's just been an amazing journey. I, I'm, I'm blown away by it. it. It blows me away and it gives me wings because I feel like belonging, um, what it creates is belonging and that it is scalable and it doesn't take a lot. Um, you know, like being an entrepreneur, you always think about your business and how do you scale? You know, that's, there's always talk about how do you scale a business or how do you scale a program, but how do you scale belonging and, and belonging is what's happening here. People are, uh, are coming into a space where we have created, a sense of belonging. 
where people feel like they are connected and they haven't met you. They haven't, they don't know your Twitter handle or your Instagram handle. They haven't seen your Facebook page or your Instagram page or Twitter page or TikTok page. They, they saw your handwriting in this space and they feel like you are real. And I can't think of a better time or even a better gift to give someone other than making them feel real, like they are right, alive. You know, right, like they matter, right? And you know, it, it it's so true what you say. It's, you know, I'm sure some of the stories, if, if I were to read one and, you know, you see some similarities of things that are going on in your own life, and this person could be from the Philippines mm-hmm. or from, you know, like, I guess it's a way that maybe all of these women have learned that there's some connection amongst all of us, no matter where we're from. Cause I was going to ask you, do they ever have an opportunity to meet each other um, who've been on this journey? And it sounds like you, you guys have done a little bit of that mm-hmm. where you get together and how, how did that, how was that when you first started? And let's say, you know, two people who wrote in the same book and read, you know, I, Oh my God, I read your, you know, and they get to see each other for the first time. Uh, what are those meetings like? Yeah, seeing them um, meet each other for the first time is always exciting because they feel like they already know each other because of the shared experience they have with this diary. And it's always wonderful to hear updates because if you wrote in the diary in March and the diary has finished circulating and you're a part of this gathering in December where everyone gets a chance to meet each other. You may have forgotten some of the things you wrote in March, or there may be an update to where you were. For example, there is a woman that was pregnant or she was trying to get pregnant when she wrote in the diary. And by the time we had a gathering, She was pregnant. I think she was maybe like four or five months pregnant (laughs) Um, by the time we had a gathering um, with all the women that had participated in the diary that she wrote in. And so um, it's always just it's, it's just a wonderful experience for all of us, because when we get on the call and everyone's camera is on and then you get to see who participated in this experience, I'm blown away because there are people from all over the world and they're, and, and you just feel like, you know, them, you just feel connected to them because of your participation in this experience together. What was one story that uh, you got the chance to read as the book came back to you? You said you gotten two back so far that really stuck with you the most, would you say? Yeah, I get to read the stories as they're circulating because when people write in them, they take pictures of their pages and in case the diary gets lost and they share their pages. And so I get to read them as they're circulating to understand the stories that are being written. And um, and, and, and along those lines, I, I got to tell you that um, when I started this in April of last year, um, I, I got to watch how the content, um, changed as the world 
went through different challenges. Um, for me personally, as a black person in America, um, when I sent the book out in April, um, that was just at the height of just being in isolation, trying to adjust to living, um, to working at home, um, managing family responsibilities, wearing a lot of different hats while still trying to um, get things done, you know, as a founder. And um, when Mr. Floyd was murdered, um, my heart was broken for weeks. And I had been used to sending out communications to the community about where the diaries were and what's coming up next and um, just updating them on things. But when that happened, my heart was broken. My soul was crushed. I couldn't write. And I leaned on a woman that was volunteering to help. And uh, she was in Canada. And so I told her, I said, listen, I know that I'm supposed to send out a communication today. My soul is crushed. I cannot write. Please help me. And she stepped right on in and, and was like, I, you know, my heart is broken too. Um, I can only imagine what you must be feeling right now um, because I'm hurting as well. Um, and she stepped right in and was like, I got this. And she just took over the communications for me until I felt better enough to be able to continue communicating with the, you know, with the participants. Um, as the stories were coming in, they ranged from being, um, you know, people celebrating life and enjoying um, the new circumstances um, in which, you know, they had to adapt. And some um, were processing a lot of things that had started to happen. Um, and, and, they were, and they were processing their thoughts out loud. They were writing about their feelings and emotions as, as almost as it was almost like watching them deconstruct their learning in real time, but through ink on paper. And it was very interesting to watch that happen as the stories poured in. And um, I remember there was a story during that time that came in that, that really sat with me because all of the stories are so unique. They change from person to person. Like everyone's handwriting is different. Um, every story that comes in is unique. Um, and, and they range from being inspirational to empowering. Um, it's, it's, they just run the gamut because the, the participants and the community is so diverse. It crosses so many lines. And I remember during that time, there was one particular story that did sit with me um, and, and, you know, made me cry, really. Um, and it was about a woman who was um, in isolation um, and dealing with a broken heart. Um, because, at, you know, the things that are written in the diary um, are very personal, deeply personal. Um, some people open up the diary saying, Dear Traveling Diary Sisters, I've never told anyone this. Um, and some of the stories are about maybe a trip to the park and having a picnic and 
taking the time to reflect on life um, as they enjoy, you know, nature. And, um, and so it just varies from person to person. I know you said you've got over a thousand women waiting to get the the book, but do you think this is something that is just cemented in who you are and is something you'll always be doing? Or how long do you think you, this will go on for you just until there are no other women who are interested or, or where, where do you see this going long-term for you? Yeah, I, um, when I think about that, I, you know, like I said, in the beginning, I thought I'd stop at five. And then when we got to the teens, I thought I'd stop it. You know, I'd stop in the teens. Um, but what started to happen is uh, the diary, you know, as a vessel became this container that um, women would find a sense of belonging and a sense of connection that felt more human, that felt um, more real for them. I'm trying to avoid using the word authentic because I feel like it just doesn't really mean authentic anymore. Um and and when I think about it serving that purpose and being this space offline, um, because I do get asked a lot, you know, is there a place online where people can read the stories or they can um, understand what women are sharing in, in that community? Um, you know, the answer is that, you know, the Patreon community um, is a part of our community that uh, supports it and that. Um, where people can read stories as they're circulating the globe. Um, But it's a space where the sharing is happening in these books. And it's, um, it's a space that I really want to um, continue to maintain and foster uh, with this sense of uh, safety um, and belonging that I, that I don't want to let go of. Um, but I feel that as long as it is serving that purpose and it, and unless it evolves into something, um, you know, greater, um, that it'll be around because I, it's not tied to anything other than the universal need that we all have. And that is to experience all these things that, it has been able to provide. And I'm going to ask you to repeat it again, because that was one of my questions. If you ever think you'll have these, you know, stories once you get the books back and, mm-hmm. you know, w- will you ever share them? And you said that there is a way for people to read some of the stories. If you could just go over that again, how people can do that. Yeah. Um, they can read the stories as they circulate um, through our Patreon community, our Patreon community. Um, has members that support the traveling diary and they read the stories as they're circulating uh, around the globe. So those stories are shared with them there. Um, Will I ever share these stories publicly online? Probably not. Um, The things that are written in the books um, are deeply personal. Um, So I don't see why I would share them online. I don't see a need to share them online. Um, I mean, if I had written some of those things, I definitely would not want them shared. So I don't see a reason why I would share them online. Just open them up. 
um, the space that we've created within the books um, to share with one another um, from continent to continent, globe to globe, home to home is just, um, it's just one that we cherish. Um, and that I think that um, being a part of the community, taking, taking the risks that we're all taking um, and sharing your story and mailing it to the next woman, no matter where she is on the planet. Um, that's what we pay to be a part of this. And I could see that. I think that it takes a lot of courage, especially when you start by saying, I've never told anybody this, um, that there is, you know, a risk of vulnerability. And I, I could see not wanting someone to feel like you've taken advantage of that. Um, you know, so I could definitely see why just being a part of this close knit community uh, is the way to know what's going on if you want to share or be a part of it. And is there a website that they go to if they like if if I wanted to either be a part of the community or and or I wanted to sign up to have a book sent to me to write in, where would I go to do that? The traveling diary tour dot com. So if you go to the travelingdiarytour.com, there you would click on join us and you would sign up and be added to a snail mail queue and you would get all the newsletters to tell you where the diaries are circulating and any of the upcoming gatherings that we have. And you'll also have the opportunity there to join our Patreon community that gets to read stories from the diaries as they're circulating the globe. Thank you. I'll be sure to put that information in the show notes as well so that people know how to reach out to you. Uh, and as we get ready to wrap this up, if you um, had to sum up what this entire experience has meant to you, uh, what would you say? It's been life changing um, and it's been expansive. <laughs> I know you said one word, um, but. It's, oh, no, it didn't have to be one word. Okay. Just sum it up however works for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been life changing and it's been expansive because um, it has challenged me in so many other ways um, that I had not expected or anticipated in reading about other people's lives and um, relating to them. Um, and it's it's given me wings um, just to know that there's. There's women in Africa, there's women in Germany, in the Philippines, in New Zealand, um, Hong Kong that I haven't met, but that we feel this form of sisterhood just because of this shared experience. Um, and, I'm, and I just feel so grateful. I just feel so grateful um, to be able to have... Um, met them and to to have them joining and participating and being open and sharing um yeah i i just feel so grateful and i'm and i'm just wanting to add as much value to the community through this experience as i can i guess i guess it's like you've expanded your sisterhood, so to speak, you yeah. know, to, to span the globe, you know, places that you may never get, ever get to visit, but you 
have family, so to speak, a sisterhood there. Yes, 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 (laughs) for sure. Um, it, It definitely feels like that. And, and yeah, it's, it's just been a journey. It's been one that, um, when I tell the story of the traveling diary, see, I, I put out these trailers every few months that, uh, tell a story in two minutes about what's, you know, what's happening in the community. Like on the website, the traveling diary tour.com, there's a trailer there that gives you a snapshot of what women were writing about in the first few months that the diary was circulating. And then there's another trailer, um, that I posted that just tells a story about what this has, you know, how this feels and, and, and what's going on with it. Um, and then I'll put out another trailer that gives, you know, different sides of the story because there's so many layers to this. This is so layered, um, and it's impact on, on me, on the women that are participating. They're women that get the diary and they cry. They read the stories in it and they just break down because they feel that deep sense of connection to the people that are written in it and the stories that it holds when it arrives at their doorstep. Um, they get the diary and they laugh <laughs> at the stories that are inside. Um, there's a deep uh, emotional connection to what's in there. It's not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's filled with content that feels um, almost as, as if it embodies, you know, um, you know, the, um, the humanity of all the participants and writers that um, had the diary before it reached you. Well, I just want to thank you for this. I am going to have to sign up and get on the list. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's just, it, just listening to it and, and getting to meet, you know, women who, like I said, who may be going through, you know, we always think that maybe nobody else understands, but to know that somebody a world away might be able to to relate and you guys have this connection um, to just be able to read what other women are going through. Um I just, it just is fascinating. So I'm definitely going to have to sign up and I want to thank you yeah. uh, for being my guest today. This has been a fascinating conversation and I encourage any woman that's listening to also sign up. As y'all know, words are what I do. They, they fill my soul. I love them. So um, I'm always encouraging women to write. So I'll definitely be doing that. And as I said, I'll put information in the show notes so that people know where they can go um, if they want to sign up and learn more about the traveling diary tour. Um, that's you. all the time. You're very welcome. You're welcome. I enjoyed this very much today. Uh, that's all the time we have for this episode. If you want to hear us talk about on anything in my shoes, you know what to do. Hit me up at KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. That is KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. And until our next episode, be blessed.